0: Hi. Wow. This feels literally so weird to be back in front of a microphone. I don't even know what to do. Um, welcome back to another episode of Cliteracy. How are you guys doing? I am back. I did take, I don't know how long it was. Maybe it was a month. It might've been three weeks. Um, but I took a break from Cliteracy just to kind of, first of all, clear my head. And really come to terms with a lot of things that have been happening in my life. And also just because finals, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm sure you guys are all feeling the stress of finals right now. I was in seven classes this past semester and finals hit me like a ton of bricks. And I don't know if it's like just me, but I feel like a lot of teachers have been really piling on the homework and like the end of the year Activities and tests and stuff like that because we are online, and so they feel like we don't have a lot to do, and so they're giving us like so much busy work. I don't know if that was just me, but that's how I felt like my entire semester was it was just like a shitload of busy work. And then once finals week hit, they were like, Here's 30 more assignments for you to complete. Um, but I guess it's kind of like my fault for what's it called, uh, for. What is it called? For taking seven classes. Sorry. As you can tell, I haven't been in a microphone in front of a microphone in quite some time. Um, I've missed you guys. Oh god, where do I even start? There has been so much that has happened. I know that I keep saying I'm gonna bring guests on, and I swear it's gonna happen, but just because of COVID and the fact that like I'm not back at school, and so some of my people that I want to come on, like they're not in proximity to me, and then also like Other people, there's like contractual issues and the reasons why they can't come on just yet. It's a whole ordeal, Um, but I don't even know what this episode's going to be on. Normally, I have like a little bit of an outline today. I just thought that I would kind of catch you up and I don't know, do something with that. (laughs) I've also decided from my break, so one of the things that I used to really like, take seriously about clitorisy was the fact that i needed to edit out every single one of like my breaths and then also like every single time i swallowed and i just decided that with this break that was the part that was really hard for me to like upload once a week or every other week was because i took editing so seriously um, and I love, I love courtesy. I absolutely love it. I love talking with you guys. I love engaging with you. I love hearing your stories and hearing how you related to an episode and whatnot. Um, but I just am not going to take as much time editing because it is so hard to do it. It takes me close to like six to 10 hours a week to get an episode out. And so like, that's a little bit, that's a, it's a little crazy, and so I'm just, hopefully you can bear with me if I leave a swallow or like a deep breath in, um, that's why it's just for my mental health, for my sanity as I do this, um, but yeah, crazy things have happened, you guys, okay, let me catch you up. I had my first orgasm ever by another person, by another man, as you can say, as, as one would say, yeah, Um, yeah, that's never fucking happened to me before. Uh, craziest experience in my life. I'm not going to lie to you guys. For a really long time, I thought I was broken and that there was something wrong with my body and that I would just never be able to achieve an orgasm by another person. And then I did. And crazy. I don't even know where to begin. It was amazing. Greatest experience of my life. I don't even remember when it happened. Do I remember how it happened? I was definitely shocked, let me tell you that. I was like, holy moly, I think that just happened. Like, I was just completely shook. I, I still am every single time it happens. I'm very confused. It's like a, like, I think it, ha- like, well, it's not like I think it happened. I'm just like, that actually happened? Like, it's a, it's a huge thing. For me, at least. I don't even know where to begin with that. That's a whole other story. Um, There's so many stories that I have to tell you. I don't even know where to start. I feel like I should probably break them up into like a couple episodes that I'm not like talking your ear off in this one. First and foremost... Hopefully, you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving. Um, Hopefully, you guys are having a good holiday season. I know that holidays sometimes can be really tough, especially with so many of us at home again, Uh, whether that's because of school or just because of COVID in general. It's sometimes really tough for me to be home, especially around the holidays. Um, Christmas and Thanksgiving are always really hard ones for me. And so if you are going through that right now, just know that I'm here. I totally understand what you're going through. I know that it can be hard, but you're going to power through it. Um, For me personally, Christmas and Thanksgiving are some of the hardest holidays to go through. Um, I normally spend them alone. (laughs) I didn't actually spend Thanksgiving alone this year, but honestly, I was kind of like I didn't really have a Thanksgiving, like I kind of forgot about Thanksgiving. I feel like you always forget about Thanksgiving unless like you have been invited to someone's house for a Thanksgiving dinner, you know? Like Thanksgiving is just one of those holidays where it's like, meh, I don't really care that I'm not enjoying the festivities, but then when I do enjoy the festivity of Thanksgiving, then I'm like, damn, I really wish I could do this every year. I don't know if that's just me or if that made any sense to you guys. Um, but I didn't spend Thanksgiving alone this year. It was, I'm not going to lie to you. It was definitely different than like the other Thanksgivings where like I was in a familial setting and we went around the table and we shared what we were thankful for and all that stuff. Oh my God. You guys want to know what my most embarrassing fucking story is. Um, so I'll never forget this. I was invited over to like a real family Thanksgiving. Like like bacon on everything type Thanksgiving. You know, like when it's just like you walk in and you're like, wow, this is a white person's home and I'm so happy to be here. That's how I felt. Um, So I walked in like, you know, where they even wear the gloves to carve the turkey and you're just like, wow, like this is amazing. This is like, this is, this smells like home and feels like home to me. So You know how they do the whole thing where they're like, let's go around the table and say what we're most thankful for. And every normal person would be like, my family, my friends, uh, yada, yada, yada. So I think every single person said their family and then it got to me and I was like, I'm not thankful for my family. I like didn't know what to say. I mean, I am very thankful for my family, but like at that moment, I was just like, that was not the first thing that came to mind. I kid you not. You guys, I said my education. (laughs) They were like, I'll never forget it. They were like, what? Your your education? Like high school? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm really thankful uh, to, to be getting the education that I get. I think that was honestly an indicator that I really wanted to go into education reform was just how much I loved high school and I loved our school district and the people that worked there and the people that went there. I don't know. I always tell you guys I peaked in high school. Um, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but I think that was definitely one of the reasons that like, I really wanted to get into education reform. Um, oh my gosh, I literally don't even know where to start. So Thanksgiving happened. Uh, that was a fun little trip. I told you guys that I went to Mexico. It was a good time. Um, some crazy things happened on that trip uh won't get into too much detail on that but let's just say it was definitely one for the books and it was definitely an experience and at one point I called my stepdad and I was like hey I don't think I'll be able to get myself to the airport I may or may not be stranded in Mexico and you may or may not have to catch a flight to come get me and then my stepdad was ready to like haul ass down to Mexico love you you're my favorite person Wayne Oh shit, I just said his name. Well, that's fine. He's been on this. He's been on the podcast. <laughs> um, I think Jade and I bonded in a very different way on that trip in Mexico. I think honestly, like one of the things that I've loved about this journey, about like this self-confidence journey, um, that I've kind of been going through since oh my gosh, I wanna say like a year and a half ago. Maybe it was like a, a yeah, around a year and a half ago, even just like a year ago. Cause I was last December, I was really like coming into my own and shit. But like Jade and I, we kind of like get each other on such a different level. Like we've always been best friends, but like something about like how much growth we're having, uh, has been insane. Like, I don't know. I don't know if we're all feeling this. Like, do you guys feel a little more emotionally mature? Maybe that's just like what happens when you start like growing up weird. But Jade and I, we like had like a really cute heart to heart conversation on a balcony. Um, Oh God, I wish I could tell you that story, you guys. I really do. You would be fucking laughing your asses off. Let me just tell you that. But we kind of like came to a realization where it was like, you know, like in the past, if like this specific thing had have like if it would have happened like a year ago, we would not be reacting the way that we're reacting now. And then it was kind of like an aha moment. Like, wow, like we truly are having growth. And I don't know. Oh my God. I think I have to sneeze. Hold on. Oh, fuck. (coughs) Sorry. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Maybe I should just leave that in. Um, But we just kind of had this realization that like, wow, we have been having so much growth. And it's weird. I feel like I always talk about growth on this podcast. I'm like, when you come into your own, when you grow in yourself, when you walk confidently in your identity, and then I'm always like, Jasmine, you sound like a broken fucking record. But at the same time, like, listen to me. I'm right. (laughs) I don't know. I've just been noticing a lot of changes, especially with that. What's another update that I have for you guys? Like I said, this is going to be kind of all over the place in the beginning. Oh, my God. Okay. Don't judge me, you guys. Okay, first and foremost, <laughs> let me just say this now. I hope you never come to me for like, like 101 sex education advice, right? I'm not certified in anything. In no way am I a master, no, a an educated person on like the specifics of sex. Like I've had sex. I um, don't know if you knew this, but I did have an orgasm by another man. Ha 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 for the first time. Actually, it's been multiple times now, but I like, in no way do I know like the specifics. I don't know every single hormone or what's happening to your brain when this happens and things like that. I'm, I hope you don't come here for like scientific data, okay? Or scientific words of knowledge for me because I'm sadly, I'm not there. I would love to be there. Uh, I would love that, but I'm just not. Recently, I found out what squirting was and I don't know if, like, I don't know why, but when I heard, like, when I learned about squirting, okay, this is going to be so embarrassing, but, like, when I first found out about squirting, it was when I was, like, in a hardcore, like, like, fan fiction phase of my life. Like, there was smut in the fan fiction, which is, like, written sex scenes or whatever, and, like, little 14 year old me was like, what is this? Like, I didn't really understand what was happening. I didn't understand what I was reading and stuff like that. You like read what's happening and like your little brain tries to like picture what's happening based off of the words. And so you read something about squirting. And for some reason, I thought it was like an excessive amount of like cum, you know, like it's just an excessive amount of like wetness. Okay. coming out of your hoo-ha. Okay. See, that was the distinction that I always made. Uh, turns out it actually comes out of your urethra, you guys. So it's basically like you're pissing this odorless, call it, substance with like some probiotic proteins in it. And it's still like 80% piss, but there's like, it's like clear and translucent and odorless. It's the weirdest thing ever. You literally have this sensation as if you're peeing. Well, how do I know this? You might ask. Yeah. It's because I squirted and then thought I pissed and then cried. Yeah. That actually happened to me. Um, kind of traumatizing, weirdest experience of my life it it's, it it's i don't even know how to explain it you guys it's a definitely a different sensation apparently you guys it's a different way to come like see once again please don't come to me for like actual sex education remember episode 1 i didn't know that condoms come in different sizes okay but who the heck knew that about squirting was it just me that didn't know that what, am i am i just like an idiot cuz I don't know. You know, one of the things that I've been grappling throughout like this little period where I took a little hiatus or whatever is like that idea of regression, you know? One of the things that has always scared me is like reverting to the person I once was, you know? I I know that there are days where like we fall back or we do regress or we do revert or relapse or whatever it may be. And I don't think that's a shameful thing. I don't think that it's something that no person should ever go through. I think sometimes it is necessary for you to take 10 steps back in order to take two steps forward, you know. But that doesn't mean it isn't scary and it's something that really scares me is that idea of like going back to the person that I once was, like, a year ago, a year and a half ago, I absolutely hated the person I was. Like, and I don't hate that person now, if that makes sense. Like, I think it was so important to go through that stage in my life where I was bitter, where I was angry, where I didn't know how to handle my emotions properly. Where I was basically conveying like every red flag in the book, right? Like I think it was important for me to go through that. So that first and foremost, I know how I never want to act and how I never want to be in the future and how I never want to find someone that mirrors that, you know? And I think that's the scariest thing is like that idea where it's like, well, if I want to go after something, if I want to do something, there's always that possibility that I might revert, you know? Like, For example, long distance, right? This is something that I've been really questioning and going over in my head because I absolutely hated the person that I was when I did long distance the last time. And it was one of the most traumatizing experiences of my life. And I hope if you're listening to this, you're not thinking about doing long distance and then have my own personal experiences sway you. I think you should really just trust your gut. Whatever you want to do, like you'll know what to do and just follow that. Um, But for me, it was like one of the most traumatizing experiences ever. It was terrible. I spiraled. I went into a really deep depression. Like I hated the person that I was. And so like I don't ever want to find myself in a similar situation, you know? Like no matter who it's with, no matter what's happening, I just like physically cannot stomach the idea of doing long distance it gives me stress, it gives me heart palpitations, no joke. Um, It's just something that like I committed to myself is that like one of the steps that I would take was ensuring to ensure that like I put myself forward was like that specific thing, you know, and that's just one of many and that's a very small one on the list, but it's like one of those things where it's like I've definitely taken like precautions and I've built up walls in the sense to try and make sure that I don't like end up like I once was. But the thing that I'm like coming to terms with is that like I shouldn't fear the person that I once was. You know, I shouldn't fear that idea of me because even then like I was perfect in God's eyes. Ha <laughs> ha Just kidding. But like even then like, I was the best possible version of myself at that point of time, given my circumstances, you know? And sometimes it's easy to be really hard on yourself. I know that I'm particularly hard on myself sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I think it's one of those things that it's like, we shouldn't necessarily be afraid of going back. Yes, we should always put ourselves forward. Our first, sorry, and yes, we should always strive to grow and stuff like that, but there are going to be days where sometimes you slip into that mindset, or sometimes you accidentally, you think about like how much easier it was when you were acting like this, or doing this, or like for example, how much easier it would be to just blow a fuse and go crazy and explode at someone, even though they don't deserve it because it would make you feel better for like five minutes. Like that's what I used to do. That was one of my coping mechanisms. And I like, I really don't do that anymore. Actually, I don't do that all anymore. But like there are days where I'm like, well, maybe if I just, maybe if I just fucking did it, you know? And then I like kind of berate myself. I feel like super guilty. And I'm like, how dare you think like that? Like, how dare you go back to that place? How dare you? Like we've grown Jasmine. Like you're not supposed to be thinking like that. It's like, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, I'm learning to try not be so hard on myself. I think that's one of the things is I'm always like pushing myself to do more. One of the mindsets that I often find myself in is like, if you aren't giving it your all, if you aren't literally putting every single time, like every single ounce of your free time into this, or doing something that serves other people or helps other people, for example, that's always my, like, not my thing, but, like, that's where my mind always goes through, goes to, it's, like, what can you be doing to help someone right now? You're laying on your fucking bed, you're watching a movie, you could be doing something else, you could be calling people in Georgia, you could be, like, you could be doing so much more, and one of the things that I find it really hard for myself is not, it's not so much that I'm a perfectionist, it's just that, like, I sometimes get trapped in this mindset where it's, like, I don't have enough time to do all of the things that I want to do in life. And then if I like catch myself slipping to like revert to, I guess like a a time in my life where I wasn't so like motivated, not like or, or like, this is going to sound so weird, but like a time in my life where I was a little more chaotic and unorganized because I was going through so much shit. I'm like, how dare you? Like that's the most selfish thing you could be doing. Jasmine is like thinking about reverting to that little like part of you because then it means that you won't have enough like time or energy to be doing this thing you know to be volunteering or to be interning or to be working on a project or to be working with the school district like it's like little things like that and I don't know it's not I don't know if any of you guys ever get into that position where like you think about how easier it was in a time in your life where you weren't really at a place where you could fully honor yourself and love yourself and like, like truly walk in confidence. Cause it does seem easier, you know, like sometimes it takes true strength to be like in the position and in the mindset that you're in when you are walking in, in confidence, because I'm not going to lie to you. There are days where like people try and get you down. Like for example, I almost quit because I almost got kicked out of my school program. And also because a lovely girl tried to get me fired. Like even thinking about that, right? I i was, I'm the most confident that I've ever been, right? I know who I am. I walk confidently in my identity. And even then it was so fucking draining oops, sorry, it was so draining to have to deal with that whole ordeal, right? And then you get into that idea of where it's like, well, when you're walking with true light, when you're walking with authority, when you're walking with your power and you're going after the things that you love and nothing can come in between that, more and more people and more and more barriers are going to try to come in between that, right? And so it's one of those things where you have to like, keep pushing and keep pushing. And then it's like, well, would it be easier if I just kind of went back? And then like I said, I like berate myself for that. I'm like, no, Jasmine, like you're in such a good place. Stop it, you know? But it's like, I shouldn't berate myself for that. Like, yes, I should acknowledge that I'm in a better place, but I shouldn't go crazy at myself for that. And I don't know if you guys ever do that to yourself, Um, but it can be a little hard. It can be a little tricky to try and navigate that situation. I'm not going to lie to you guys, I just had to take an impromptu break to eat a bunch of Nutter Butters, and, um, you know, when you eat a lot of peanut butter and then it kind of gets stuck to the roof of your mouth and then it really hurts, I'm currently going through that, but I'm going to try and, you know, persevere to finish this episode. Uh, those are some really good Nutter Butters. Honestly, what if I just switched to ASMR and, like, I chewed into the microphone? Just kidding. Would not do that. But yeah, like I said, that's kind of like the spot where I'm in. I mean, mental health wise, like, and confidence wise, like, it's never been better. But, you know, obviously there are those days where it's like, I do sometimes think about like who I once was and I'm like, hmm, that might be a little easier if I'm like a little more of an asshole. And then I'm like, no, Jasmine, stop that. There's like a lot of stuff that I want to tell you guys that I really can't and it really sucks. And I wish, honestly, I could just pour my fucking heart to you right now. And talk about like my fears within a relationship and all that jazz. Honestly, fuck it. I'm going to tell you guys. (laughs) Why am I like this? One of the things that I'm most scared of is basically being with someone who was like me. And sometimes I feel like, that's exactly what I'm doing. And it's hard to watch a person that you love and care for go through the same exact thoughts and feelings and toxic behaviors that you once went through. And I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that. Um, but like seeing the steps that people take and, and seeing the, the way that they maneuver a conversation, the way that they handle their emotions... And you see a lot of similarities to the person that you absolutely hated can be very tough. Um, And it, it puts me in a mindset where I feel absolutely terrible because I know that's how I used to act. You know, my coping mechanisms, my, my, um, my willingness to blow up very easily and go after the things that a person had talked about that were like their insecurities or things that they were scared of or things that they were questioning. And for me to like use that against them when they were given to me in a place of trust, like thinking back to how I used to act that way. And then seeing someone do the same exact thing that you care for and you love and knowing, like knowing the answer is to like combat your insecurities but then it's like, well, how do, you, how do you tell them that? You know, like, how do you tell them, how do you show them other than just being who you are and, and explaining to them how they can go th- through it, how they can maneuver the situation because for me, like, I don't have a step-by-step for it, right? I don't I don't have a, a list of 10 things that you need to do, and then bam, you're not going to be insecure anymore. Bam, you're going to fight all your demons or whatever it may be, right? I don't have that. For me, it was a very freak situation. Um, and there was lots of re- reversion, ha, ha, ha. But, like, I don't know if you guys ever feel the same way, way where you might see a family member or a loved one or a friend who it's not necessarily like yelling and like not being able to handle your emotions or like things like that but just like red flags or toxic behaviors that maybe once mirrored something close to like what you used to do or like you know is coming from a place of insecurity and like it can be really tricky. It can be really hard to acknowledge it, understand it, to not hold it against them, to not hold it against yourself, right? Because one of the things that's easiest for me, and this is like, okay, I know that I'm talking about like real world examples right now, but like this is this has happened to me in TV shows, right? Where I'm like watching something and I'm like, holy shit, I used to act like that. And then you're like, holy shit, you used to fucking act like that, right? Like it can be a really like mind boggling situation. You just want to like shake the person and be like, wake up. Like, ah, like for example, oh, I hate that I'm going to do this. I hope I don't get in trouble. The person who tried to get me fired, right? literally, like, I I feel for her so much, and it's not coming from, like, a space of, like, sympathy where I'm like, oh, sweetheart, I feel so bad for you. Like, that's not it at all. It's literally coming from a place of empathy. Like, I was in your fucking shoes. I know how it is. I know how it is to be dealing with so much self-hatred, and no, it did not come out in the same ways that it manifests itself in her like I didn't try to get people fired I didn't I don't I didn't necessarily tear people down what I did was a lot more self-destructive actually I lied I did tear people down because there were days where when I was in a self-destructive spiral I would explode and I would once again just like use people's insecurities against them because I was so fucking insecure and that is toxic behavior 101 never fucking do it like if you is that that's something that you need to do, like I'm telling you now, this is your fucking wake up call. That's something that you need to get into check because you will burn all of the bridges around you. You will lose people that you love the most. You will you will cause damage to relationships that will be so hard to repair or that you may never be able to repair. And that's still something that I'm reeling with and dealing with is that idea of guilt. And so when I see it manifest in people and when I see it act out in people in in similar ways or unsimilar, like non-similar ways, it's one of those things where like, I just want you to realize how amazing you are and how beautiful you are. And yes, I'm talking about something that I shouldn't really be talking about because I can get in trouble. But at this point, like, I don't even fucking care. Like... When you see that in other people, it is so easy to get into a mindset where you just like hate yourself because of it, right? First of all, like you can't get through to them, whatever, because, and like, you have to understand that it's not really your fucking problem, but like when you can't get through to them or when you give them the secrets to success, and then you're like, okay, they have to deal with it on their own. Like, it's very hard to not hold that over yourself, Right. And that's something that I do. And that idea of reversion scares the crap out of me. And that was what I was talking about earlier. And I know this episode feels all over the place because I just feel all over the place nowadays. Um, But like that idea of reversion is so scary to me because I don't want to end up like I once was, right? And even though I'm like more self-aware and I acknowledge things and I have better like, like, um, what's it called? Um... Ad- ad- adaptability skills. That's not how you fucking say that word. Adaptability skills. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Um, even though like I'm more self-aware, I acknowledge my mistakes and I try and move from like, move on from them and learn from them and grow for them or whatever, you know, every cliche, there are always days Where like, I'm like, I need to put up every single wall. I need to make sure that I do not do this. I need to make sure that I don't do this. And the thing is, I put a lot of power in that fear, right? Like I put a lot of power in the fear that I have about reversion, right? Because like I said, you shouldn't be fucking scared of it right? Even when you weren't the greatest version of yourself, I'm not even the greatest version of myself, but that doesn't mean I'm anything less than perfect, right? Even when you're not the greatest version of yourself and when you're still growing and when you're going through the stages of growth, you are still amazing. You are still perfect. You are still loved. You are still cherished. You are still light. You are still like everything that you're meant to be, right? And so why should I be afraid of going back, right? Because I am the same human being I am today that I was before. I am still as perfect today as I was before. Yes, I am growing. Yes, I am moving on to bigger and better things. Yes, I am going after the things that I love, but I shouldn't be afraid of who I once was. I shouldn't be afraid of falling back a couple steps. I shouldn't be afraid of messing up or whatever because it will happen, right? That's just how life goes. But the thing is when you put fear or like when you put power into what you fear the most, right? When I put power into what I fear the most about reversion, about going back to things that I hate, about like about messing up. I'm more inclined to mess up because I am giving that power that it should not have over me. Right? And that's something that I feel like so many of you guys do as well. I hate to generalize, but have you ever given power to something, to an insecurity? Have you given power to fear of sort? Have you even given power to that idea of reversion of like going back to who you once were in things like in areas of like mental health and anxiety and depression and things like that? like. Do you give power to it? Because if you give power to it, that's acknowledging that it has some sort of fucking hold on you. And let me just tell you now, like insecurity, shame, guilt those things don't have power over you unless you give it power, right? And when you give it power, you get in that mindset where it's easier to quote-unquote fall back. When you walk confident in yourself, when you know that you're worthy, when you know that you're loved, when you know that you are an amazing human being who has gone on to bigger and better things, you will not be afraid, You will not be afraid of what's coming to stand in your way. You will not be afraid of what challenges lie ahead. You will not be afraid of a closed door, right? Because you know, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Because you know that they, the barriers, the people, they will eventually wither away. They cannot stand against you. They cannot fathom the person that you are, right? That idea that I was talking about earlier, about how, oh, sometimes I think about how it's easier to maybe just go back to who I once was, right? I would have less combativeness against me, combativeness, combativeness, combativeness? I would have less conflict with people, right? I wouldn't be getting almost fired over having a podcast. I wouldn't be getting almost dropped from my program because I had a podcast, right? I would have less turmoil with people and it's not necessarily because I'm going out and I'm like, who can I start fucking conflicts with, right? I hate to toot my own fucking horn, but it's because I know who the fuck I am. It's because I walk confidently in myself. It's because I know that whatever I'm being prepared for in life, no one will be able to stand against me. All of creation stands with me, right? I'm sorry. I hate to get fucking biblical on you guys. I really do. Um, But like, that's the thing. Why Why do I get into those mindsets where I'm like, it would be so much easier? Because that's... Oh, sorry. I'm like yelling. I'm hitting things. I'm, so much is happening. I get... There are days where I get into those mindsets. Yes, I'm not going to lie to you. Where Yes, it might be easier to be the jackass that I was, to not handle my shit correctly, to be more focused on everything that I was failing at or that everything that I hated about myself rather than going after the things that I love, right? Yes, there are days where it's easier, but it's like, you don't fucking want that for yourself. I don't fucking want that for myself. So why the fuck are we giving power to it, right? Why the fuck are we giving power to it? Why are we so fucking scared of it? When you acknowledge that something has no hold on you, it will never come to pass, right? But when you put in those feelings of fear, when you put in that that idea of being scared, that idea of not knowing what you want, for me, like that idea, this is such a stupid excuse, but it's something that's on my mind, that idea of long distance, right? Because if I put myself in a similar situation, maybe I'll go back to the person that I once was, yada, yada, yada. Why the fuck am I putting so much fear in that idea? Right? Right? Like, I'm not going to go back unless I like convince myself that I'm going to go back. If I speak that over myself, like, for example, if I speak over my, speak that over myself, like, If I do this again, if I go down a similar path, I will do this again. I will be like this again. I will be that person that hated herself and yada, yada, yada. And therefore, I must make sure that I never go down that path. Because if I don't go down that path, then I will be able to avoid it. No! That's not what's going to fucking happen. It depends on you. You have so much power. What do I always tell you guys? We have so much fucking power over the way that our lives pan out, over the mindsets that we put ourselves in, over the way that we look at ourselves, over the way that we acknowledge ourselves, over the way that we... Greet other people and interact with other people. And yes, I'm not going to fucking lie to you. When you become more empowered, when you know who you are, when you become less insecure, all the things that I have said a million times before, you are going to be met with conflict. Did I just say with instead of with? Yes, you're going to be met with conflict. That's one of the things that I've talked about in... The one episode about how I almost got fucking fired and dropped from my ed program. I didn't. Love you, ed program and people who did not fire me. You guys are amazing. I appreciate you. But like, you're going to be met with that. And okay, I told you guys, like, I almost fucking quit, right? I almost quit Cliteracy because I was scared. Why should I be scared, Right? There's no reason for me to be scared. Why would I let other people get into my head? And even worse, why would you let yourself get into your head? Like, for example, You've seen the power that you have. You've seen what great things you can do or maybe great things that you don't want to do. Maybe you just want to like fucking coast through whatever it may be. Like you've seen that you hold power. You've seen that when you go after the things that you truly want to go after, when you go after things that you truly love, no one can stand in your way, not your family, not your friends, not your enemies, (sighs) Oh, you're so cool. You have enemies. Just kidding. I don't I don't have enemies. I don't think I have enemies. Oh my God. I think I might have an enemy, you guys. No, not me. But um, someone, fun factoid, that guested on this podcast, they told one of their stories about one of the people that they hooked up with and the person ended up listening, figured out that it was them, which is funny because it's like, okay, if you're hearing a story about how terrible the hookup someone was and then you figured out it was you, isn't that saying something? like what and then dm'd her and was like that podcast is so foul you don't even know what you're talking about that's not true at all yada 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 hello um clitoracy is now deemed foul I kind of like that though I feel like I'm a little am I a little bit foul like do I speak a little bit of foul like wait that makes no sense I do cuss a lot and I, I did talk about squirting earlier um, can we go back to that for a moment? I know I'm sidetracking, but holy shit. Can we just take a moment? You guys, I literally cried. Cause I thought I pissed the bed because I squirted like that. Is that not the funniest fucking thing you've ever heard? Fun factoid. Um, we're going on a little sidetrack. Let me take you on a little detour. Okay. So it's one of the things that a lot of people know about me, not necessarily know about me, but like some of my close friends, um, there's an ongoing joke about how I kind of always make the worst first impressions with people. And I wouldn't really necessarily call them, okay, that was like so many, what are they called? Double negatives or whatever. I wouldn't necessarily call them bad impressions or bad first impressions. I'm very brash. I'm very blunt. I'm very who I am at all points in time. You take me as you may. Ha ha ha. Um, But I went up to this person, so my friend brought this person for the very first time to meet me, and I'm always the last person to be met because apparently I'm crazy or whatever. <sighs> kind of rude that I'm the person that... Okay, literally, let me tell you guys this. Wow, it's so many things I'm trying to tell you. Um, I'm the person that like, if you can hang with her... Like you'll, you know, like where you go through, okay, first you'll meet this person and then you'll meet this person and then you'll meet Jasmine. And if you can hang with her, then like, you know what? You're a good one. So honestly, I feel like I'm honored by that, right? But I'm always the last person to be met or whatever. It's kind of lame, but it's fine. I'm fine. And so I ran up to this person and my friend um, for the very first time. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was so-and-so made me squirt. And I thought I peed and I cried <laughs> and safe to say that my friend wanted to kill me. But it's just those things like I always kind of make those impressions with people, not necessarily like sexual impressions, but I'm very like wacky and out there and I say weird shit and I, I am who I am and I'm, I love every ounce of me. La, 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 la. Even my past selves, even though sometimes I <laughs> hate my past selves, but we can't hate our past selves because our past selves are very important to who we are right now. As you can tell, I'm going through the inner dialogue, inner monologue with you guys. Um, I know you haven't heard me in like three weeks and all of a sudden I'm like on level 1000 of wacky, but what was I even saying? Let's, let's circle it back. See one of those things where it's like, when you walk confidently in yourself, you can say the weirdest fucking shit and you're going to leave a fucking impression. And I'm not saying that you need to like go up to people and tell them about how you squirted and shit like that. Um, but I just mean that like, you are amazing. You are great. And don't give people power. Don't give things power. Don't give your past self power. Don't give that idea of reversion power, right? Don't give it power. Don't let people who are trying to tear you down, don't give them power, right? For me, with almost quitting clitorisy because it was just felt like constant attacks, right? And I was, and I remember thinking to myself, I was like, well, maybe I should, like, maybe it'll just be better. Like, I mean, like, I don't even know if people get anything from this. I don't know if people listen to this. Like, I really don't. Um, if you do listen to this, thank you. I appreciate you. It's kind of a terrible podcast, but whatever. Um, but like... I didn't, and I was like, maybe it would just be great, like better for the greater good. But then I was like, fuck that. That's exactly what this person wants is for me to end this, and to end something that I love, to end something that I really cherish and that I, I have a lot of creative power, creativity in. I don't even know what I'm trying to say about that. I don't mean to brag, but I'm kind of a really creative person because I have a podcast where I ramble for an hour straight. <laughs> What's a script? Sorry, that was a very dumb joke. Um, But yeah, it's little things like that. And so yeah, these past three weeks, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been giving a lot of power to things that I shouldn't be giving power to. And I'm not going to lie, when I got really hyped up like 10 minutes ago, maybe it was five minutes ago, I kind of hyped myself back up and I just kind of like awoken myself. I woke up. I was, I, my eyes opened and I saw the world around me. I was like a newborn baby. Like, why the fuck am I giving people power? Why the fuck am I giving my fears power? Bruh, if you give your fears power, they're going to come to pass. (sighs) Jasmine, what you doing? I'm totally joking. I did just smack my forehead. Yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of fucking stories to tell you. I have a really fun one about how I got locked out on the balcony in the pouring rain um and then got bit by like 20 mosquitoes. And also like I don't know, I fucking missed you guys, okay? And I'm sorry that I took a break. And I'm sorry that I, I I took a break on uploading regularly. I hope you can understand why. First and foremost, I've already told you guys this. I don't have enough friends to be guests on Clitor C, And I know that you love my guest episodes. And I wish I had more people that wanted to be guests. But not a lot of people like to come on and tell their sex stories and whatnot, right? But just know that I love you. I appreciate you. I cherish you. I hope that you gained something from this episode. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm like, once again, a newborn baby. Like I'm like slowly, like, what is this microphone? What is a computer? How do I press record? Like I'm slowly dipping the toe back into the podcasting world. Um, but seriously, like, I love you. Thank you for giving me the time. Uh, don't, be afraid of reversion, right? Don't be afraid of that idea. Yes, nobody wants to like take a step back, but sometimes even then like you need to take a step back for your own damn clarity. And it's not even about like taking, like reverting to who you were, like relapsing to who you once were. I kind of hate that I'm using the term relapse. I probably shouldn't be using the term relapse, but like going back because when you give it power, yes, you are more likely to go back, but when you don't give it power and when you're like, fuck that, it's not going to really be a point of contention. It's not going to be something that you have to worry about. And even if it is something that happens, you're going to be able to like pick your up yourself up from your bootstraps and dust yourself off. Oh my God. Did I finally get that phrase right, you guys? I think I've used it probably like three times in an episode, like three different episodes and I always mess it up, but I think I got it. Pick yourself up from your bootstraps and dust yourself off, Right? I think I did it. That's exactly what you're going to fucking do because you want to know why you're powerful. You're amazing. You're awesome. This goes to everyone. Even the person who got very mad and called my podcast foul or even the girl who tried to get me fired or, um, let's see who are my nemesises, Nemesis? I don't even have them. Ne- I'm not that fucking cool. Actually, I am cool. I need to stop doing that. You know? I don't I hopefully I don't have people that hate me. But to all the people that hate me, I love you too. Kisses. To all the people who have called me a whore, told me I'm going to hell. This is my diss track just getting up and totally fucking joking with you. Um I don't know. Seriously though, you guys, tell me what you want to see. Tell me what you want to hear cuz I want to cater to you, and honestly, like, every single episode cannot me be telling... Oh my god, I lost the ability to speak. It cannot be me telling you how amazing you are. Unless you're okay with that, then I will continue to do so. Um, And also, this goes for everyone. Like, I hope you know that, like, you... Every single person that listens to this is powerful, is amazing. Every single person who listens to this, like, you have the opportunity to go after the things that you love. And don't let yourself stand in the way of that. Like seriously, don't. And if your parents are an issue, I'll talk to them. I promise I won't cuss, but I'll talk to them and I'll get them to see the side that they should be on, which is your side, duh. Okay, honestly, I feel like this is a pretty good place to end it. I'm sorry that this episode was a little chaotic. Would this be a great return session? No. What? I was gonna say special. Would this be a good return special to Cliteracy if it wasn't a little bit chaotic? I think not. You know what I just decided, you guys, my goal is to try and get a guest for next episode, next week's episode, okay? Not next week's, next, next week's. Maybe I'll just upload a lot more frequently this month because of the fact that I was gone for a little and missed like two episodes. I'm so sorry. Please don't hate me. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to be seeing some of my friends later this week, and maybe just maybe someone will want to guest star. (laughs) If no one guest stars next week, I promise I have friends. (laughs) Maybe I could just bring Jade back for like a seventh time, you know? I feel like we have some good episodes together, um, but yeah, I love you guys. You're amazing. I hope you know that you are treasured. You are special. You are wonderful. I'm sorry I took a break, but thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for letting me have it. Um, and oh my fucking god! Wait, I didn't thank you guys. So many of you guys. I was your like in your top Spotify rewind playlist, Thigma Bobber. Holy. Fucking moly. Like, thank you so, 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 so much. It was amazing. I think I got like a couple dozen DMs from you guys. I don't even know. Like, wow, I am so thankful. I feel so honored. I feel so blessed. I feel so, so fucking grateful. Like, the reason I do this podcast is not just for me to like rant for 50 minutes. It's so that like you can get something from it. And if you're getting something from it, that's all that I want. And that's what keeps me going. And that's what is so amazing and wonderful about literacy and about like kind of the not necessarily the not we haven't created a culture or anything. I'm not like that crazy. Um, but just like the environment that's been cultivated from it and the, and the feelings of power and, um, security and confidence and identity and like just being a badass that has come from it. Like, I don't know. I just, thank you so fucking much. It means the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know how many times I can say that, uh, but I am going to sign off now. I will be back, you guys, I swear. And I swear it's going to be good content and we're going to be talking about things. um, And I hope you know that you are so special and so loved. And I think I've already said that, but it's fine. We're fine. Bye, guys. Thank you so much.